With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everyone. To all my people in the struggle, you think God's forgotten about you. Here's some pain medicine. Let's go. your car, you at the house, on your job, be encouraged, boo, come on! Acknowledge 
you and you will direct our path. So, Father, I thank you right now for this time. And I give you all the praise in Jesus' mighty name. All right, everyone. Well, basically what I want to talk to you about is how the movie that God had me make came about. We have to go back into January of this year. It was January. I had gotten a call from a friend of mine who was going to go for an all-day workshop on how to produce a low-budget movie. And because that this person was flying in, they needed to have a ride, and then they said, I can also get you in for the workshop. So I know that doing movies is part of my destiny, and as anything that God has told me to do, I don't even know how to begin to do the things he's asked, but I know that in time he'll instruct, and when it's time, he'll show me. So with that, I had picked up the person. We had went to the workshop. I heard a lot of things. It was fascinating. It was encouraging, inspiring, but a lot of work and a lot of effort, and it's like, oh, my God, is that what is involved in filmmaking? Well, I remember just saying to later whenever I need to have that, and during this time, I was looking for a job, and nothing was coming around, but I had some um, money coming in because God was providing for me. And I remember in January, it was Dr. Martin Luther King's birthday, and I had went up on the top of the Griffith Mountain to do a morning walk, and I love going to the walk because you can go to this one landing and see all of Los Angeles. And it's absolutely beautiful. Well, this morning as I was walking, I started getting, like, feeling like not only am I just walking, but the character who was, all I could say is I felt like I was someone else walking a scene in a movie. And as I got to the landing and saw Los Angeles, the Holy Spirit just put down in front of me like Los Angels, a play on Los Angeles. And all I knew was a movie. You want a movie made? I saw my spiritual daughter, Leslie, playing like a character like myself, but I didn't know exactly all the scenes. I just knew one of the scenes was me walking, so I knew that she would be playing like me, and that's all I knew. And so when he released that, it was like, okay, I guess next year or whenever I learn how to do filmmaking, so I didn't think nothing of it, went down the hill, went to the bank, and next door at the school they were having a Martin Luther King Day. And so I went over there, and make a long story short, this lady passed in front of me and standing over to my left-hand side. I noticed, like, letters, like L-O, and then I saw A-N, and I'm like, huh. And I just said, excuse me, what does your shirt say? And she opened up her jacket and it said, Lost Angels. Well, that did it. That made me realize that God had confirmed, spoken to me on the mountain, and now he was impressing upon me that not next year, but now. And I remember going, now? Well, I remember saying, okay, you know, I'll do it. I, You're going to have, it's only by your grace because I have no clue how to do this. So he reminded me of the big packet of information and all I knew was I was to delve into that and glean as much information as I can. And I tell you, I was constantly in prayer the whole time and, you know, spending like 16, 18-hour days waking up and, and going, okay, I need this, I need that, I need this, I need that. And then it's like, 
all right, Lord, how am I going to do this? There's no money. And then it was he pressed upon me the different people that had supported me in ways like as far as prayer and as far as financial to send out the word that he wanted this movie made. And that's what I did. So as I got that together and sent that out, I started to um, gather together a crew. And I remember how I just felt so overwhelmed and so out of my league, like, I had to say, you know, just being honest, like, are you kidding me, God? Are you kidding me? Um, how are these people going to come and do this? And so this 168 film project is the one he wanted me to be involved in. And what they do is they would have mixers. They would have people that wanted to be involved in low-budget films to not only get their, you know, craft, do their craft like actors, and, but also those who are crew members, you know, editors, people who are, working lighting and sound and things like that. And even though, you know, you have to negotiate, they they have a, a sense of wanting to be involved in things like this. And they would have to decide if they want you just as much as if you wanted them. So I remember being very real and telling everyone, you know, I had not done this before. I'm raising money. And I just saw how God supernaturally put people together and it was amazing because um, even people that wind up not being part of it, I could see how God was removing that person and putting somebody else into play. And when I looked at the crew that I had, I had to marvel at the fact that we had Native American, Caucasian, Asian, African American. Um, it's just, you know, just the God's people on this project. How he even um, later on brought... Um, Takia Kima, who's a well-known actress, and I was just so amazed, and the crew was amazed because a lot of the, a lot of the crew and the cast um, were not Christians, but this was a testimony all through the way. They saw things that were happening. We um, we the the movie, of course, you can imagine with a project like this, but the enemy does not want this to happen, and so I remember having. Um, my mentor, um, both of my mentors, my screenwriting mentor and my um, spiritual mentor pray over me and pray for the production and constantly keeping the production in prayer and um, saw a lot of things happening um, and how the enemy tried to distract and destroy even life. When we were having the ministry scene, there was a woman across the street that when I turned and looked, I saw her release of the baby carriage, and the baby almost died. Um, so Satan was really angry. But that just let the crew know that this was not their ordinary picture. I remember by the editor, when she was um, editing the film, she kept saying how she noticed that every time she worked on this film, things would happen, and she like her computer would break, uh, the, the um, editing system would break down, and I just told her, I said, it's spiritual warfare. I said, now, if you were working on de demon-possessed movies, and you have no problem. But because you're working on a movie that God is uplifted, that God has his hand in, the enemy's trying to stop it. And I remember her talking to some of the people that were working on the, um, um, the movie. And, again, God put these people together, and a lot of them were Christian there. Actually, we had some people that actually worked on the Twilight film, and they were amazed because things were happening to them as they were working on the project, or actually to their com 
computer, and she said, uh, speak to Ariel, because this is nothing but spiritual warfare, what she said, and I just laughed because I just saw how God was showing even unbelievers the, the nature of warfare, similar to like what Mel Gibson talking about on the Passion of the Christ, because whenever you're showing truth, whenever you're showing God's truth, the enemy doesn't like it. He wants to keep the people in darkness. But God is raising up army of people that are going to proclaim his truth, going to bring his truth onto the screen, and he's going to get his people. I remember the night we actually finished the the actual the actual film, I had done all this in a Starbucks. We had one week to write the script, one um uh, three days to shoot, three days, four days to edit, and then we had to put it in, you know, turn it in. It's like guerrilla filmmaking, but it was intense. It was amazing. It was one of the hardest things I ever did, but one of the things that I saw God's glory come through. I mean, it was like he definitely would at times would wake me up and download scenes. As a matter of fact, one of the scenes he downloaded was one of the reasons why we had to kill Kima. She saw that side up on um, the actor's board from the Beverly Hills casting, and it spoke to her because God has changed her name. So, um, and then when the, you know we have God, God was giving me favor with um, the observatory because he even shoot the front beginning scene. We had to get a permit. At first they said it was going to cost $10,000. Now, mind you, I hardly had even $100 to my name when God told me to do this film, and now that he's saying $10,000 for a permit, well, I knew God wanted this shot. He knew what was going to be happening, but I just stood firm and said, I, I don't know, but, you know, there's no way. I don't have 10000 but I know we're supposed to get this shot. Well, there are things that happen and wind up being that we got this shot for only $250 because we had to have a monitor with our film crew. How God has used this, the very first night that it was completed, I went to Starbucks, and usually, as my friend says, the first assembly of Starbucks in Hollywood, wherever I go to Starbucks, God always sends people or put people in my path that I wind up ministering to and tell them about the love of Christ. Well, the same thing this night. There was a young man. He looked pretty decent. Most of the young people or people that are homeless, you know, they really looked homeless and they looked, well, not so necessarily he did, but he was fascinated with what I was doing and I was telling him and I was sharing that I was a minister and he just looked at me and I said, well, you know what, let me just show you this film and tell me what you think of it. And I showed him Lost Angels. He was the very first person to see it. I remember him leaning his head down, and then he looked up at me, and he just said, you know, after meeting you and watching this, I'm going to go out here and do drugs, but I'm not going to do it. No, I'm not going to do it after I just saw this. And I just said, praise the Lord. God, you are so strategic. He he said this movie was for his purposes, and he was showing me that even if it's, you know, it doesn't matter what I think the movie should be or how people say, what is God going to do with this movie? It's, he knows what he's going to do, and he's done some amazing things so far. But he was showing me with that angel that he was going to get his people. He, what he prophesied, 
what he had said to me years ago that he was going to take movies and people would get saved in his seats. I told the young man that that night the Lord was going to speak to him. Well, I didn't see him for another week because I went to a different Starbucks. But when I saw him the next time, he just said, I've got to have a copy of that movie. Well, this is a short film, he told me. And he said, because i got to show other people this. You have no idea what happened. God spoke to me. I gave my life. I'm no longer on the street. And I said, oh, my goodness, can you give this testimony? And I turned my computer, and on my webcam, he gave the testimony. And I showed, shared that with all the cast and crew at our rap party. And they were just amazed. Um, Lost Angels. It, praise God, it's in the Kingdom Wood Christian Festival that God just opened up. Um, he told me to put it in festivals, so God is doing amazing things. If you want more information, contact me at hollywoodlion at gmail.com. Until next time, be blessed. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.